Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. All right. Hello, everyone. Ben Valen here, and uh, I got Jamie here with me. It's it's unfortunate this is uh, this is audio only because Jamie's kind of <laughs> rocking back and forth like the the rocker that he is. Uh, hey, Jamie, how are you? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jamie and I were just uh, talking about how. I, t- I have a tendency to kind of just talk down here all the time, so now I'm kind of overdoing it. So if this sounds more interesting and animated and kind of silly, well, just you'll live. You'll just have to deal with it. Uh, it's like I say in Raise Your Voice, you need to be, uh, my old buddy David Noble used to call me a walking exercise because I'll be down here, then I'll be up here. So you don't, um, it's not that you have to elevate your voice all the time. It's just moving it around so it doesn't settle in one place. It's, yeah, also, uh, I think part of it, now that I think about it, if someone is just always talking down here all the time, like I have a tendency to do, then it's kind of easy to sort of sing in this range. But whenever I start singing up in this range, when I'm doing like a warm-up or something, it feels a little less familiar and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so it sort of, it makes it more difficult, I think, not in terms of like straining, but in terms of I'm just not used to using that part of my voice really yeah so. it's um and like uh, working with dr morton cooper in the past it, you know you do have a an area where your voice sits well and your speaking range um but the one thing i've noticed like if you're always stuck talking here all the time all day long it does two things for one if we had a conversation i would bore you to death the other i might start to get a sore throat because i'm just settling right on that pitch so you, you do want to move it around and you don't want to bore people <laughs> okay cool so let's um let's go ahead and go into our topic for the day and that is what i call practicing starting practicing or practice starting practice and so i wrote about this a little while ago in the motivated vocalist newsletter and then we also had a bit of a discussion about it on one of our uh vendera vocal academy group training sessions if you're not familiar with those so jamie and i run the vendera vocal academy and Jamie's putting on some funky glasses to distract me and throw me up. Um, but so we have the uh, Motivated Vocalist Newsletter, which is our weekly newsletter that we send out uh, to uh, all of our members and students. And uh, usually includes something about vocal health or vocal technique, or we might include something on productivity or mindset. <laughs> now you look like one of those guys from uh, one of those futuristic bands. It reminds me of uh, Devo. <laughs> So we have the Motivated Vocals Newsletter, and then we have the uh, live group training sessions. So that's usually where Jamie and I get on, and uh, we answer questions, vocal demonstrations, kind of a group lesson, essentially. And so we're actually doing one, uh, well, at the time I'm recording this, we're doing it tomorrow, but by the time this podcast is out, it'll have already passed for this month. But we do at least one a month. Uh, So that's part of the Vendera Vocal Academy uh, program. So we offer ongoing training. We don't just give you a program and then leave you on your own to figure it out from there. Uh, Jamie and I are very hands-on. We really like supporting singers and helping people improve over time uh, with ongoing training and support. So that's what that is. So anyway, back to our topic. That is 
practice starting practice. So what do I mean by that? So there is a um, there's a saying. I forget where I heard it, but when it comes to writing, the um, the saying is: professional writers know that the hard part of writing is not the writing; it's the sitting down to write. Uh, and so that applies to kind of anything really. And so what I've so for the case of singing, the hard professional singers know that the hard part of singing isn't just the singing, it's getting started with the singing. And so you could extend the same to practice. Um, the people who are able to kind of mentally get themselves in gear to start practice and then practice are better off. The people who kind of struggle to get started or don't really like starting practice, every once in a while, if they do practice, they feel like, oh, wow, this practice was great, but then they don't do it again, you know? So the hard part isn't the practicing, really. For most people, it's just starting the practice. Yeah, it's, this, it's the same, um, me having several publishing companies and working with so many authors. It's the same. I, I've seen authors that we've signed on and it's taken some time. And I said, look, it's it's um, dedicating time to get started. I, I, you know, I, I thought this yesterday. I thought, oh, my gosh, I got to write, a, a, you know, an article for the Motivated Vocalist. And I kind of put it off, and then I fired up. I, I did it on my iPhone. I got a little keyboard. And I just turned it on. Thought, I just let me go in here. What do I want to write about? So I wrote about um, like the ultimate vocal warm up plus the vocal uh, stress release program that we created for VVA. That's in week one, where you actually do twelve vocal exercises, and plus you hear me say, "Okay, now stretch your neck and do this," and how important that was. But as I started, I was like, "Oh, it's going to take forever." <laughs> Flew right through it. You know, it's it's getting started. You you have to. You got to get started. I mean, that that's that's the hump. And that's where so many singers, you know, I'll give them a workout. Uh, well, take some point. I know I'm, I'm rambling on, but I'll hand it back to you in a minute. But I, I remember one of my first Skype students. I can't remember his name. It's, it's been, you know, what, 12, 13 years ago. Um, we did a lesson and I didn't hear from him. And about a month later, he called me. He says, you know what? I, I'm, <sighs> Jamie, I haven't gained one note. I'm not getting any better. And I'm like, I'm thinking, there's, there's no way. I've been teaching for, you know, many years now. There is absolutely no way. And I said, okay, so I counted. It's been like four weeks. I thought, okay, so minimum or six weeks or whatever it been. A minimum was like so many times he had to practice, like say 30 at, at the minimum. And so I said, how many times have you practiced since our lesson? I said, be honest with me. And I go, scold you. He says, um, I, I think I did four days. And I said, um, well, there's your problem. So here's how we're going to solve it don't book another lesson with me because I'm not working with you. And he got really offended. He got upset. And he's like, but Jamie, I said, no, listen, if you, if you purchase a lesson, I will refund your money. I am not working with you because you don't have the drive. You're being lazy. And he begged me and he says, you know what? I'll do anything. I said, okay, okay. You practice the next 30 days in a row straight. You do not get a day off. Then you can book a lesson. And we'll do the lesson. And I said, I will know within five minutes if you've been practicing. And he said, okay. And I'm telling you, he did this. And how did it work out? His voice grew. Uh, he actually got a scholarship to a college uh, as a singer, you know, um, because his voice had improved that much. So, you know, if, if you don't get started, the days are going to fly by, just like with exercise. I woke up this morning. I, I, I got to be honest, singers, I've been lazy. <laughs> I haven't been hitting the gym like I should have. Had my alarm set for five. It went off. I turned it off. Right back to sleep. <laughs> and like 20 minutes later, I was like, wait a minute. 
that alarm went off for a reason. I got to get down to the gym. So I flew down there to meet my workout partner. I had a great workout, but it's following through. You, you, you got to make that decision. Yeah. So a um, few things come to mind. Number one is when you said, if you book another lesson, mm -hmm. I'm refunding you. I'm not working with you. So there's a word that comes to mind, and that is savage. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So, you know, I'm pretty happy that I haven't been on the receiving end of that side of Jamie. I'm usually seeing the... <laughs> <laughs> you know the the friendly you know nice I'm, I'm, I, that's rare that's rare you know? so <laughs> um so yeah let it be known that jamie is a savage um so there's that and then second um so i, I don't know getting started is just so when it comes to most people i think for almost everything uh, very few people have the initiative to kind of actually get into anything um, and no offense to anyone listening, but, uh, you know, there are many people who are interested in singing and they'll read a bunch of, you know, blog posts or they'll watch some videos. Um, and they just kind of, kind of like the idea of someday getting better at singing, but they don't really do it. they like, they don't like, they don't take a lesson. They don't get a course. They don't do anything like that. And, and instead, they just kind of like the idea of it. And it's like, oh, well, maybe someday I might do something with this. Um, and obviously, if you don't actually do something with it, then you're not really going to get anywhere. Um, and that's not like an insult. And I'm not trying to like challenge anyone. But that's just reality. Like if you don't start, if you don't have a plan, if you don't do it, then you're not going to, you're not, it's, there's nothing there. You're not going to get anywhere. Um, and so uh, that's just something to be aware of. So I would ask the listener to sort of honestly look at, um, you know, your habits over the past, what are we now? We're almost the, we're the end of June almost. So in 2018, it's almost been six months since the year started. And many people have said, oh, okay, well, this is my year to really get good at singing, you know? A lot of people will tell them that, them, themselves that in January, but have you practiced? Have you read anything? Have you taken any lessons? Have you gone through any courses? Uh, and if not, well, there's only, you know, we're halfway through the year. Um, so you have the second half to kind of make it happen. But the other thing is um, practice starting practice. So let me just loop all the way back around here. So the idea here, um, and I wrote about this in the Motivated Vocalist newsletter, is that the hard part for people is starting. So how about we practice starting? Uh, and if you can practice starting and get used to starting and not feel like this, you know, it's like this huge thing and oh my goodness, I have to practice, uh, this is terrible. So you don't have to like make it a big mental drawn out thing, this sort of mental monster in your head of, trying to guilt yourself or force yourself into, so just set aside all that silly stuff and just practice starting practice. So here's how you do that. Um, take 30 minutes today or tomorrow or whatever at the latest, um, the end of the weekend. And what you're gonna do is you're going to practice the start of your practice. So all you're gonna do, so think about whenever you practice, what are you gonna do? You're gonna get some water, um, you're going to go to a room or a part of a room where you can be without being disturbed. You're going to get your warm-up audio tracks or your warm-up songs, whatever you're using. And you're going to uh, take 
maybe 30 seconds and just think about the process of practicing and sort of mentally get yourself in the state of being ready to practice. Then you're going to start your practice and you're gonna do your warm up or you do your initial song for anywhere from two to five minutes. And then after you've done that whole process of, two, of going to the room, getting some water, getting your audio tracks ready, and then practicing, you know, doing a warm up for two to five minutes with your audio, you're going to reset. You're gonna start over. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna stop singing, you're gonna close your audio, pro, you know, close your audio files, close all of that. You can go put your water back. You're gonna go, you know, I guess you go to the living room, pull up a YouTube video, watch some TV a little bit, go outside for a walk for a couple minutes, whatever it is you gotta do. And then you're gonna take just a few minutes and do that. Then you're going to start practicing again. And so you're gonna get your water, you're gonna get your audio files, you're gonna go back to your practice area, and then you're gonna practice for two to five minutes. And so you do this just a few times for you know at least maybe 15 minutes, maybe 20, maybe 30 minutes. And um, you get yourself sort of conditioned to practice. And so what I prescribed in the newsletter is I said, for the first week, what you're gonna do is you're going to practice starting practice three times and then whenever you go to the third time, you're actually gonna do your full practice routine. And then you're gonna do that for a week. Then for the second week, um, you're gonna do it twice. So you're gonna practice starting practice, reset, practice starting practice, reset, and then practice for real. And then you do it two times for the, on the second week. And then the third week, you're gonna do it once. And in the fourth week, uh, you just practice normally. Now, if you were to actually follow this for four weeks, like that's just a month. How you know, a month ago was, you know, middle of May. I mean, had you been doing this since then? I mean, that seems like it was basically yesterday. It's actually kind of funny. Whenever people think about a month ago, they think, oh, well, that was, oh man, I can't believe it's already been a month. A month flies by so fast. But then they think about starting something today and doing it for a month. They think, oh man, a month is such a long time. You know, no, it'll it'll go by really quick. Um, and so that's that's one way to do it. Another thing you can include is uh, I actually did this for waking up earlier. Um, so there was a period in my life where I was just kind of, I would wake up at 8 a.m. and then 11 a.m. and then the next day it'd be 9.30 and the day after that would be 10.30 and it I was just all over the place. Um, and so what I did is I practiced starting sleep and I practiced waking up, <laughs> as silly as this sounds. And so what I did is I set an alarm for, you know, whatever it was. And then I just turned my alarm on and I went to my bedroom. I closed the blinds. You know, I washed my face right before, uh, brushed my teeth. You know, even if I just, I would, I wouldn't brush my teeth and wash my face like the full way. I would just put a little water on my face and I brushed my teeth for like 20 seconds or something. Um, and then I would close the blinds, turn off all the music, turn off all the lights. And then I would go to sleep and I would lie down and I would set an alarm for five minutes. And then I would just try to sort of fall asleep. And then whenever it went off at five minutes, I would get out of bed and then I would open the blinds, turn on my music, you know, get dressed, blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, you know, I'd go put on the tea kettle cause I like tea in the morning. And I just started practice waking up. And then after a few minutes, I would start over. I would do it all over again. And so, uh, so what you can do, if you're practicing first thing in the morning, you can kind of combine them. You can say, I'm gonna practice waking up and then go straight into practicing singing, um, which 
I would advise doing because as soon as you, you know. Um, so anyway, I am kind of going on. Jamie, do you have anything? Well, I mean, a couple of things come to mind. Um, it may seem daunting or like too much, but if you think that, then you're just being lazy. It's not too much. Now I'm, I'm being savage. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, I got to practice starting practice three times. It's not that much. I believe uh, you know, science is always changing what they say, but I believe at the heart of it, they say it takes 28 days to make or break a break an old habit or, or create a new habit. So that that's his philosophy for four weeks. And it, it, it really is. It's getting over that hump because think back let's think let's seriously think back uh you, there's got to be a time in your life one of these days when you've been practicing and you're like i just don't want to do this and as soon as you started the next thing you know it's over um it, it flies by if you love doing what you're doing it flies by i had a vva student fly in from new york um stan afromov um uh, last week to my columbus ohio studio and we had a three-hour lesson because I told you I said two will be enough. No, 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 man. I want to do three hours. You know, so that's four forty-five-minute sessions. We, um, I, I, it flew by. I was like, holy crap! It's, it's past. It's like three hours and ten minutes. I said, we better wrap this up because we were so in the moment. You know, when you when you find it and you get in the moment, get in the zone, everything will be fine. And speaking of in the zone, it was um, selfless, uh, shameless promotion. I was saying in the zone to kind of lead into my newest book mind over music which we talked about <laughs> being in the zone but um this isn't quite the same thing but it's along the same lines uh, it's kind of weird how ben and i are in sync that we write a lot about the same things because he read mind over music he's like man this is exactly what i was wanting to put in my book and it's kind of about practice practicing uh what i do is i i have a wall calendar and, um, you know, when, stu when students come to me and they're like, hey, I wrote a song, but I, I can't I can't get it done or I'm lazy or I can't form a band and I'm not getting out. A lot of times I find it's because they're not practicing. They're not putting in the time. So I say, well, hey, won't you go buy your wall calendar and um, have a designated time every day that you go into your creative space? Now, your creative space is if you if you're a writer it's a writing room if you're in a band it's down in your rehearsal garage in your basement at the recording studio wherever it's at you promise yourself that you're going to go into that space say it um even if it's late at night 7 p.m every night i gotta be in my creative space and you go in but sometimes you just don't feel like doing your thing you don't want to work on a baseline or work on your vocal exercises or record vocals for that song so go down in there look at your calendar Turn on all your equipment that you're going to use and go ahead and write in the calendar what you would be doing that day. Okay, well, today I'm I'm writing, I'm I'm recording the chorus or the whole song for She Suffers Alone, one of my songs. But I really don't feel like doing it. But I went through the process of turning on my doll, setting up my microphone, getting the mix of my headphones, and it's five minutes. And if after five minutes I still don't feel like it, well, for me, or I tell students in my never music, you could walk away. You know, and no, no harm, no foul, no guilt, trips whatsoever. But I said that for a reason, <laughs> because I know if you're going to go through the act of turning everything on and get there, nine point nine 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 times out of ten, you're not going to walk away. It, it finally that that switch is flipped. You're in the creative mode, and you're going to follow through. So when Ben talks about practice, uh, practicing and doing this three times a week in the beginning. It's it's to get you over that hump. Now, 
I, I'm uh, hopefully Ben agrees with me on this. If you follow what he's saying, and you got to do this three times, and you turn it on, and you practice for a couple minutes, and you're like, "Man, I, I, I don't, I don't need to. I'm ready to go." Don't do it. Walk away, and follow through with the, the process that he's giving you because. He, you're, he's trying to instill a habit within you. That's that 28-day habit by doing this again and again. So you get your water, your vocal exercises, do it for a few minutes, walk away, come back, do it again, walk away, come back, do it again, walk away, come back and actually do your practice. Because if you go right into it, you will not instill that practice mindset into you. It, it, you may think you won't. You may make it four or five days like, yeah, I'm great. But bam, then you lose it. You haven't really you know, set that habit into your mind. Yeah, and actually something that's, so when I've done this, it's almost like you become excited to go practice. It's like, oh man, I started three times already. I just want to get to it already. And so you kind of like become excited and antsy. You just want well, to do what, it. That's what you said to me before we started this. Um, yeah. You said something about missing yesterday and you was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I've been practicing a lot over these last, uh, actually probably last week was probably the most intense practice week I've had in quite a while. And over these last two weeks, it feels like every two or three days, um, I feel like, wow, this is the best I've ever sounded. This is the best practice session I've ever had, like every two or three days. Um, and so yesterday I was feeling tired, not like strained. I wasn't feeling dry or hoarse or any, you know, I, I felt like I worked, but I, I didn't feel hoarse or hurt. Um, but I know I, I felt I needed a rest day. And so I took a rest day yesterday and the whole day I was like, oh my gosh, please. Can it be tomorrow already? Because I want to practice. <laughs> I was so, oh, I want, I just want to practice. And so, um, and I actually, I woke up, I still haven't, I haven't done my practice yet today because Jamie and I are recording this, uh, in the morning. Um, but after this, I'm, I'm ready to get to it. Now, one thing you said, Jamie was, um, in your book, uh, mind over music, which is it's, I I've read a lot in the sort of self-improvement productivity mindset. I mean, uh, category, I have a ton of books in that category on my bookshelf. And so, uh, and then Jay, I know you have some other books that are uh, kind of similar. Um, I, I would rank it probably of the books I've read. It's, it's, it's up there. If someone were to ask me, as a, if a singer were to ask me, help, I can't seem to get started. What do I do? You know, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. I'm having difficulty sticking to it. Then that would be the probably one of the two books I would recommend uh, for that singer. Um, well, it's just really a combination. I didn't mention this earlier, but it's our book, as in Joe Vitale yeah. and myself. And it really wasn't – I've been a big fan of Joe's for years and read a lot of his books. And, uh, you know, everyone's always a law of attraction. Well, I know he talks about that, but he is so – you got to meet this guy. It's it's not just about he don't think stuff. He actually does. He he's the law of action. I mean, he, when he says he wants to get something done, he don't piddle around with it. He he makes a game plan and he goes at it like a beast until he accomplishes what he sets his mind upon doing. So a lot of his books, because I've been a fan of for twenty years and reading them and, and seeing you know ways to get over procrastination and stay focused is uh, how that book came about. And really, even though yeah, I wrote the majority of it. And if you listen to our podcast with Joe, you know, uh, not too long ago, you know how all this played out, how it all came to be. 
but it really was, even though I, I mainly wrote the book, it was really, Joe was right there writing with me because it was based on a lot of his principles and a lot of the uh, conversations we've had in the past. And so you just, you got to take the bull by the horns. You got to quit being afraid or bored and, and get on with your life. If this is what you want to do, if you want to be a better singer, don't blame us when you're not. Savage is back. <laughs> what, what, because you're not practicing. Don't don't take a lesson with us. And four weeks later, I'm not getting anywhere. Well, let me see. Uh, hopefully you practice uh, six days a week. That's 24 times. Maybe only five days a week. So 20 times. <gasps> no, only practice four times. It's uh, There's the Kentucky in coming out in me. <laughs> out of close to Kentucky. But, you know, if you've only practiced four times in four weeks, you're not going to improve. You're not going to make any noticeable gains. And then if you had, if you practice four days in a row, you're like, woo, I'm getting somewhere. And then you don't practice for four weeks, you're going to lose what you gained. So, you know, here's, here's the thing about singing, singers. As you start to develop these muscles, because yes, we are developing muscles for range, tone, stamina. Once you develop and get to the point where you need to be, you got to work harder. It, it isn't, you don't get to slack off. You got to have that practice mindset and you got to maintain it or you will lose your range, your power, uh, your, your stamina, all of these things. So uh, this is a way of life. This is what you want to do. Got to stay on it. So, uh, so many things I want to talk about. So I'm, I think I'm actually going to start like keeping notes that way I don't forget anything. So several things. Um, so I made mention of the book mind over music and in the book, Jamie says you have to, you have to like, you have to commit to the time. So if you're supposed to start practice at 8 AM, that means you're not starting at 8 12. That means you're not starting at eight minutes and or eight a.m. and four seconds, you're starting at eight. Correct. Um, and so that is a very powerful idea because it sort of it forces you to honor your own commitments to yourself. And if you are forced, to, like that's how I think about it, as honor. Um, you are honoring yourself, and you are honoring what you want to do with your life. And if you delay your practice because I think I'll watch some SpongeBob or some Jerry Springer beforehand, then you're not honoring yourself and you're Sponge not honoring Springer. SpongeBob Springer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so treat it like, so there's a word for this and that word is sacrosanct. And the word sacrosanct means regarded as too important or valuable to be interfered with synonyms, sacred, hallowed, respected, inviolable, unimpeachable, invulnerable, untouchable, inalienable. Um, it means that it is so important that you dare not mess with it. Like, and any suggestion that you should skip practice today is regarded as incredibly offensive and like dangerous, basically. And that's kind of, it's from Latin sacrosanctus. And so it's, I'm, I'm kind of being dramatic, but kind of not. Um, because if you think of it as this central, Im incredibly important part of your life and of your day, then of course you're going to get it done. Why, why would you not get it done? Another word is sanctum. And sanctum is a sacred place 
uh, usually referring to a shrine within a temple or a church. So like a shrine, a sanctuary, a temple. Um, but the other meaning for it is a private place from which most people are excluded. So refuge, retreat, hideout, hideaway, or den. So I kind of think of it as like, sort of like a man cave, I guess, but not in the sense that, oh, I'm going to go in here and fart around and listen to Howard Stern. It's, this is my area to be productive, to be creative, to be motivated, to be inspired, to be actionable. Um, and so those are just a couple of words I want to give everyone, sacrosanct and sanctum. So that's, uh, and so the idea of time, of treating your time, the time you're supposed to start practice as holy, as sacred. And I'm sure some people who are religious might not quite like me using those terms, but I think they're really good freaking terms uh, to describe this uh, this idea. Jamie, I have a few more. Do you have anything you want to say there? No, you're summing it up pretty nice. Okay, cool. Two other things. A lot of people like, as I was saying earlier, a lot of people lack the initiative to get started. For some people, it's sort of a character thing of a just don't have the personality or the, you know, the desire or they don't have the fire, I guess. But I think for a lot of people, it's a, it's not that they are, I mean, for some people they are lazy, but not everyone is lazy. You know, I don't want to label everyone who doesn't stick to a practice routine necessarily as a lazy person necessarily, necessarily. Some of them are, but I think for a lot of them, it's just, they haven't developed the skill of practice. They haven't developed the skill of starting. And so that's what the practice starting practice is about. But many people lack the initiative to start. And some people are going to hear my practice starting practicing idea and think, oh, that sounds brilliant. And then they're never going to do it. Um, so some people just lack the initiative to start. A lot of people lack follow through. Some people will start, but then they don't continue. They don't stick to it. They don't uh, make it a big part of what they're doing. And then even fewer people have what I call finish of, of doing it for so long and sticking to it for so long that you actually achieve your intended outcome. Now, it's not that people who do have initiative and follow through and finish are superior human beings. It's just that they just did it. Now, what is a reason that people don't just do it? And I have, I've actually pondered this question a lot, and I don't think I've actually talked to you about this before, Jamie, but um, one of the reasons, probably in my opinion, the biggest reason that people don't just do it is sort of a sense of, I really want to be doing something else right now. So um, there's this video game that I play called RuneScape, and I have a lot of fun with it. And uh, I would go on hikes a fair bit. Um, I lived in California and there were a lot of hiking trails. Now I live in New Hampshire. There are also a lot of hiking trails that you can go on. And I remember going on hikes and we would go for a five mile hike or whatever. And I would not enjoy it. I would be so annoyed that, oh, I don't really want to be on this hike right now. This is terrible. I hate this. Oh, I can't wait to get home so I can just play video games or whatever. <laughs> and... And what is that? That is the sense of I just want to do something else right now. Now, if you have the sense of I just want to be doing something else right now while you're doing something, then you're not going to enjoy it. Um, so if you're practicing and you just have the and you have the sense of I just want to be doing something else right now, and you want to go watch TV or play video games or you know 
play in the garage or, you know, read Cosmo or whatever, then you're not going to enjoy it. So what you have to do is you have to set aside that sense of, I just want to do something else right now. Just put it away. Just set it to the side mentally and be present and enjoy mm -hmm. the process. Enjoy singing. Enjoy practicing. Know that you are doing what really matters to you in your life. If you miss an episode of Dr. Phil, which is actually more and more looking like Jerry Springer. Um, no kidding. <laughs> if you miss an episode of, Phil. Yeah, of, of Jerry Phil, your life isn't, you're not going to be worse off if you miss you know, an episode. If you miss an episode of Desperate Housewives, your life is not going to be worse off. You might even be better off. So don't don't even think about that. Don't worry about, oh, I just want to do something else right now. Ugh, I don't want to practice. I don't want to sing. I don't want to go to sleep on time so I can get up early and have a good practice routine. Ugh, I don't want to do this. I just want to stay up late and, you know, eat a bag of Doritos every night while I watch, you know, Netflix or whatever. If, if you have, if you are, are trapped by the sense of, I just want to do something else right now, then it's really hard to have initiative, follow through or finish. So you need to stop that. Just set that aside. Don't even worry about it. If you want, so if you want to feel the sense of, I just want to do something else right now, save it until after your practice. And then after your practice, you can feel free to have a miserable day if you want to. Not that I recommend it, but just don't, just don't even live in that mental space, at least for your holy sacred time of practice. So, you know, I remember in school, uh, there were some math classes I absolutely loved. So, you know, as a kid, you're not crazy about homework. But I could be in the moment and do my homework and I would get good grades. Well, I remember I had this one math teacher and he talked like this and, you know, just he really bored me. And um, I just couldn't be in the moment of studying, uh, you know, our chapters for math. So my grades started to suffer. Uh, why? Because I wasn't in the moment. I wasn't fully focused on studying, you know, until, you know, then you back in the day you get beat by your parents <laughs> can't do that anymore but straightens you right up but the point is if you are feeling that way and you're practicing you're like i don't really want to do this you're not going to grow as a singer because if you're if you're struggling through it and you're not focused on the practice and paying attention to your technique and making sure your tone your pitch everything's perfect um yeah you're, you're not going to grow so you, you could come to me and be like hey Jamie, I did practice this last month. I practice six days a week. I'm still not growing. Well, let's discuss it. And maybe one of the questions, well, how did you feel about practice? Well, really, I'm really into Game of Thrones and, <laughs> and fantasy. And by gosh, you know, and I, I really, that's the time of night. I practice usually when I want to catch up and Netflix binge. And so I, I, I try to rush through it. And I, I, I'm sorry. I keep thinking that Game of Thrones, I'm reading. I'm also trying to read the books. Well, you're not fully uh, focused on practice. Therefore, that's why you're not growing. You know, you're not being in the moment. You're not being focused on what you're doing and being in love with it. So uh, you have to make a choice here, singers. You know, you got to learn to practice practicing. You got to learn to love practicing. You got to learn to be focused on practicing and make it a way of life. You got to enjoy it. And let's be honest. I'm not going to say we're all going to love practicing. 
Heck, I hate it half the times. But um, when I do get started, I don't shy away from it, especially now. You know, I don't know if we mentioned this in the podcast lately, and everyone's heard me whine enough about getting the piece of glass in my throat. And it did cause serious damage, and I'm having issues. But I have a great doctor from Turkey, uh, Dr. Ilter Denizoglu from drvokes.com. We just spent a week together in Philadelphia, and we've done a lot of therapy sessions. And Dr. Denizoglu is not only a renowned phonosurgeon and ENT, he also has a degree in voice. He did that on purpose. He went to a conservatory, took uh, you know some time off. Uh, he was still a doctor, but he had to change his schedule around just so he could uh, attend his conservatory so he could understand the singer. So therefore, he did a voice lesson with me. And he gave me some uh, very similar to the isolation exercises. And eventually we'll, we'll do a podcast on this, but I, I'm not comfortable enough with these exercises yet to you know share them with you. But uh, the point is I'm doing a lot of therapy every day to, you know, to rebuild these muscles and get past the scar tissue that I have and the nerve damage that I have. And it's, it's hard and I want to quit. And then I realize, Hey, this is, uh, I got to stay focused. I got to be in the moment because this will help me to rebuild my voice to where I have been overcompensating and, you know, and, and, and tighten some muscles and let some muscles get weak uh, just so that I have my full voice back and able to deal with this, um, you know, this injury that I've received. So uh, I'm not going into my therapy sessions every day doing my vocal exercises thinking, oh, I'd rather be watching The Ranch on Netflix or reading the latest Terry uh, Brooks book in the Shannara series. No, I'm focused on doing my exercises. Yeah. And uh, so there is a quote by George Bernard Shaw. It says, most people go to their grave with their music inside them. And that's true. Most people... Um, I've read a bunch of articles about what do... Uh, whenever people are on their deathbeds, what do they say? And so many of them regret not the things that they did, but what they did not do, right? And so our planet, our time on the planet is limited. And so at the end, do we want to be known as the person who said he was going to sing, but never actually sang and instead just watch TV all day? Or do we want to be the type who is known as the kick butt, take no prisoners, grab life by the horns, ass kicker, you know? Um, and so a lot of, a lot about singing, people like to do it because they sort of are able to demonstrate their skill to others and it impresses others and makes people proud. But I think another part of that is just being proud of yourself. And can you look back over the last six months or a year or two years or five years that you're, a, you've been a singer and can you say that you're proud of what you've accomplished? Some people can, and that's very good. I think many of us are not. Um, or are not as proud as we think we should be. And so um, today is a new day. So if, if you didn't have a great last two years as a singer, make the next two years really, really good. Um, and so that's, that's what I want you to, I want you, that's what I want our listener to take away from this. I want you to make yourself proud. I want you to be impressed and happy and satisfied with what you do with your life, what you do with your voice. I hope that, uh, I hope this, <laughs> this is a little bit of a kick in the rear for you. And so each month, each day, each second is an opportunity to move towards our goals. And each month, day, and second that we do not is a month, day, and second lost.
All right. Well, <laughs> I was hoping Jamie would chime no, in. That no, was no, kind of no, silly joke. <laughs> ready to? And I thought, I thought I want to just stay quiet and see what he does. I was like, okay, no, Jamie's gonna chime in here with some kind of goofy. No, I, I think it's good. or something. I, I think we <laughs> <laughs> forget about those. Oh, <laughs> so what do you what get? Oh, gross. That's so, how you. That's how you really roll the larynx. So. What do you even so what do you do? You like get some swallow really hard. I don't know how I do it. <laughs> okay. As as a kid, you know, um like I mentioned this before, like my Uncle Richie teach me how to sound like Cujo and like hey! you do the the multi-tone gargoyle sound, and we, we were just always doing you know, crazy noises. And so um I'm just a uh, I'm a kid in a adult sized <laughs> body. <laughs> Well, not really. I've stand next to Benny, and I still look like a kid. <laughs> he's so much taller than me. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, We're, I think this was a good one. Yep. I think uh, everybody, go start practice practicing. Practice starting practice. Yep. And uh, you know, let us know how you do. And uh, if you if you liked some of the topics that we talked about today. Uh, a lot of this is from the Motivated Vocalist newsletter. Um, a lot of it we do go into more detail. Um, and we have some dialogue uh, on our live group training sessions. So I would encourage you to consider uh, joining the Vendera Vocal Academy so that you can work with Jamie and me directly and we can help you with all sorts of stuff uh, as it relates to singing, whether that's practice routines, uh, vocal technique, et cetera, et cetera. You name it, we're here to help. So, all right. Well, um, I guess that's going to wrap this one up. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. Uh, thanks, Jamie, for joining us today. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. See you, singers. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. 